Hi everybody, my name is Kenny. I am 37 years old from Connecticut and I just wanted to start my own podcast to speak about addiction, anxiety, and all of the horrible shit that goes along with it. Uh, To give you a little bit of a background on myself, when I was 22 years old, I was diagnosed with a spinal cord tumor. Uh, Luckily, it was a lipoma, not cancerous, but let me just tell you, cancerous or not, this thing gave me hell. It put me through hell and it made absolutely everything in my life completely different. So uh, going back to, you know, I turned 22, uh, everything was fine. I, I, towards the end of the summer, uh, look at 2002, 2003, started having some back pain after a little bit of a water skiing accident. Uh, I ended up going to get an MRI done. They discovered I had a large tumor in my spine. Uh, they weren't really sure how involved this, this tumor was or what kind of tumor it was or anything like that. So they referred me to a neurosurgeon where, um, eventually, you know, they did additional MRIs and found that it was a massive, massive tumor, uh, that was basically inside the spinal canal and rubbing it up against my spinal cord and compressing it. So, uh, they obviously wanted to operate on that, that puppy as soon as possible. Uh, so I went ahead and got that thing done. Uh, went in for surgery on September 25th, 2003. I had just turned 23 years old. And after surgery, I had woken up, you know, I was in the hospital for about a week. I had absolutely no idea what was going on. Because let me just tell you, the drugs that they pump into your system, just unfreaking believable It's unbelievable. I mean, I, I, I was saying shit that, I'd, that I never thought I would say. And I still don't even remember saying. Let me just run down what I said. So... At the time, my girlfriend, I sat there and, and, and talked about how nice her ass was in front of my mother. You know, I, I talked about how much I wanted to do her in front of my mother. Uh, not do her in front of my mother, but my mother was there. And I was basically talking to her like my mother wasn't there. So I had no idea what was going on. I'll be honest with you. Um, and as far as like, you know, I used to see things. They, they had me on a cocktail of, uh, it was uh, dilaudid and and some anxiety medication because I, you know, had major anxiety issues after that surgery. Um, and the combination of the two, I was literally seeing layers of the clock peeling off of the hospital wall. I was seeing monkeys jump off of trees. Um, it was the trippiest week of, of my entire life. I even predicted that my, my sister-in-law was pregnant before she even told anybody. So, I mean, there's some wacky shit happens when you're on a cocktail of drugs. Let me just tell you right now, some wacky, wacky shit. But needless to say, I had that surgery done. And once that week was over with, they had transported me to a rehabilitation hospital in, 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 uh, in uh, Connecticut. And uh, once I got there, I kind of woke up from the drug cocktail and was like, what, am I, what the hell am I doing here? And they, uh, they, they kind of described that I was on, on the spinal cord injury unit uh, floor at Gaylord Hospital in Wallingford, Connecticut. Um, and that's when I discovered, you know, I, well, I had some major issues going on and I couldn't walk. I couldn't move my legs. I had no feeling from the waist down. Um, it was pretty, pretty intense. So long story short, and I mean a very long story short, I ended up, you know, with transient paralysis of the lower extremities. I spent about three months total in a hospital in Wallingford learning how to walk again, which, you know, I, when I went home, I wasn't fully able to walk by myself. It took me a couple of years before I could walk without a cane or crutches. And, and you know, the addiction part of this comes in during this process. And, and you know, most addicts that I've met personally, 
also have some sort of story or background where they have an injury or a surgery or car accident, something that, that you know, their, their very first, uh, you know, experience with drugs uh, is usually a painkiller of some sort or an anxiety medication, something like that. So um, my first experience wasn't that that time frame necessarily. I, you know, I had flirted with Vicodin here and there in the past because I've had other surgeries, very minor surgeries, but of course they give you Vicodin like it's, uh, you know, they're giving a kid candy at the candy store. So um, obviously I really loved painkillers. It made me feel really good. Uh, I wasn't exactly the most happy person in the world to begin with. So those things kind of always influenced my, my, my mode and I felt so much better on it. Um, but after the surgery, you know, I, I, I actually, believe it or not, re- rejected the extra Percocet that they insisted that I had when I was in the rehab hospital. I kept saying, I know, no, no, I don't want to be on Percocet. I know this shit's bad. If I get hooked on it, I know myself, I'm going to go downhill. I'm already fighting an uphill battle here with this physical ailment. And then, uh, yeah, I just kind of knew in my head that it wasn't a good idea. But uh, the nurses and doctors, they pushed it on me and pushed it on me. And eventually I won. And I just went on Motrin and Advil after a major, major operation, which honestly, I don't, I still regret refusing the Percocet because it was pretty painful. I'm not going to lie. But anyways, moving on here, we uh, flash forward a few weeks into the hospital and I realized, you know, the situation I was in and uh, mind you, I'm 23 years old. I'm in the prime of my life. I should be you know, having sex with my girlfriend and enjoying life and, in, 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 you know, discovering, going out to bars and discovering new people and new, you know, just everything. When you're 23, that's that's the time of, to really thrive. And I was unfortunately in a situation where I was wearing diapers, shitting into a bedpan, shitting my pants because I didn't know I had to go to the bathroom and not able to even move my fucking legs. So, um, you know, long story short, again, this is all building up to the addiction part of this, but to give you a background as to who I am, why I am, and well, not why I am, but why I became an addict, you know, it's this is important to know. So, um, about a few weeks into the hospital stay, I had uh, been granted a, a, a day where I can go home on the weekend and see my family and spend the day with my family, eat dinner with my family, and then get, you know, go back to the hospital. Um, I had gone home, I was already in a depression. And was really feeling down because I just again I realized what was going on with me and uh, the road to recovery was either going to be long or I was literally going to be in a wheelchair the rest of my life and the thought of that really screwed with my head. Um, so, anyways, I went home. I was sitting on the couch with my girlfriend. I essentially talked her into going upstairs in my bedroom and grabbing a a uh, prescription bottle of Vicodin that I knew I had from previous, right before the surgery, I had some left over because I didn't take them all. Um, so I had her get those and she got them for me. I stuffed them into my bag. I went back to the hospital that night and I took so many Vicodin that I was hoping I wouldn't wake up. Unfortunately, I did wake up um, the next day and you know it was pretty groggy, but at the same time, when I took those Vicodin, I felt so good, so much better about the situation and I felt like I could take on the world and I can, you know, do my physical therapy with no, no pain and I can just push on and everything's going to be fine. I mean, that shit is literally fake happiness in a bottle and, and I'll get more into it. But you know, at first when you take this stuff, it's, it's the greatest shit alive. And I I understand some people just can't handle it and feel sick. 
but I was not one of those people. I I loved every second of it. So, anyways, I uh, you know went on taking a lot of Viking in a day. I then requested that I also get Percocet again reinstated from the hospital. So I was you know kind of taking both at the same time. Um, I went home. Eventually, got you know released from the hospital. Still in a wheelchair. Could barely even stand up in a walker by myself. Um, and then I turned to drugs. You know, I turned to pills. And it was, it was unfortunately, I'm not going to name names or doctors or anything like that, but it was as simple as me going online, filling out how many Vicodin I wanted delivered to my house. They faxed a, a paper to my doctor. My doctor knew what was, uh, what was going on with me, so he just signed it. Never even had a call. Didn't even have to go see him. He signs it. Next thing you know, I got, I got 90, 90, uh, a 90 day supply of Vicodin showing up at my door, the extra strength Vicodin. You know, how about that? I know that's not going to happen these days, but shit. I mean, it was pretty, pretty wild to, to just literally go online, fill something out and get it delivered to me. I mean, I, I blew my mind. So I started taking those things like it was candy. Um, you know, started off two, three a day, uh, eventually got up to about 15 a day and then I realized well listen there's a lot of Tylenol in this shit it's probably not good for me so eventually I worked my way up to you know again this is a long story short but worked my way up to those little perks 30s where they where they don't have Tylenol in them they just it's all Percocet um or oxycodone um so I would take about you know six of those a day I was so high tolerant to this stuff that you know I was looking for other ways to get high um, in reality, yeah, I had pain, I had, had a lot of mental issues and, and physical issues, absolutely. But did I need that much pain meds? No, absolutely not. Um, I was taking it clearly for a mental state, you know, a better mental state to feel better about myself, feel better about the situation I was going through. Um, so I, I continued to take those, I, uh, you know, for years, I would say about four or five years. And then I would mix things like Soma and muscle relaxers with it, which is supposed to give you a heroin high. Um, I would snort the pills, not swallow them. I would find myself running out every single month, getting sick, feeling sick. You know, again, I'm going to talk about all this stuff more in depth. I just want to give you a quick overview about the, my background and and why do I feel qualified to even talk about this stuff. Um, so anyways, you know, I used to, used to run out every single month, get sick. I'd call the doctor, beg them to give me more. They would. You know, it was just a, it was an endless supply of drugs into my system. Eventually, I lost 45 pounds. I didn't want to eat anything because it interfered with getting high. I, you know, I lost my job. I lost my girlfriend. I lost, almost lost everything. I, I remember my, my sister was pregnant with twins at the time. And my mom got to the point where she had to hide the medication from me to make sure I didn't overdose or take too many at, at one time. And, you know, my sister was in the hospital giving birth. And the only thing I cared about was finding where the fuck my pain meds were. You know, I would call my mom at the hospital and say, Mom, I'd literally yell at her and just be like, make her tell me where the fuck they are because I couldn't find them anywhere. And uh, that's when I knew I, I probably needed some help. Um, you know, I went to uh, I went to check myself into a hospital, a psych, psych ward, honestly, and, and, you know, there was nothing they could do for me. And believe it or not, they sent me home with more Percocet because I was running out and I felt sick and... Um, but at this time, I didn't really want to get better. I just wanted to continue to get high and feel feel okay. That's all I really cared about. So eventually, you know, I did get help. I went into a program with, with you know, with a doctor, and they prescribed me Suboxone. Uh, Suboxone has saved my life, contrary to what 
some people might say about Suboxone. You know, obviously there there are people that abuse Suboxone out there, which is a goddamn shame, but it saved my life. It absolutely saved my life. I, I turned my life around. I'm now, you know, again, I'm not saying I'm the best thing in the world, but, but I did a 180 from where I was. I mean, I, I was going nowhere, no job, no life, no money, no nothing. I was about to die, I'll be honest with you. So uh, I turned my life around. I went back to school. I finished school. I got a job. I got a career. I got into a good job. I kept that job for nine years. I'm going on my 10th year right now. I got married. I found a new, you know, found a new girl, great girl, got married, had two little babies since I have, a, I own a home. I own my own car, you know, making good money and I'm still on Suboxone and I'm not ashamed to say it. Uh, I'm going on my ninth year of Suboxone at this point. I feel, or 10th year, I should say. I feel fine. I feel good. You know, I don't run out. I don't abuse it. I just take it as I need to, and, and it makes me feel normal. And and that's my story. And addiction has been been one fucking roller coaster for me. And it's it's highs, it's lows, it's anger, it's it's frustration, it's sickness, it's it's feeling great. It's all those things. And my goal in this podcast is to talk about these things because I don't care what anyone says. Nobody pays attention to, to, to addiction the way they should be. It's not brought to light the way it should be. It's not talked about in real life. Like what is addiction? What does it really mean? What does it really do to a human being? You know, what, what is inside the brain that's causing this, this type of uh, behavior in somebody? Uh, those are the things I want to talk about. And I want to make it very clear. I am not a psychologist. I am not a medical doctor. I don't have a doctorate. I don't have a degree in any of this shit. I just lived it. And in my, my personal opinion, living and going through something is, you know, not, I'm not going to say it's greater than, than having an education or a background in it, but it's absolutely, you know, brings to the forefront a real life experience and, and you could really talk about it in the first person and really truly know what the hell you're talking about. Cause I don't care what you, what anyone says. If you go to a doctor for addiction and they've never been an addict, how do they really know what you're going through, what your mind feels you know what your body feels. What what's what is this tug of war called addiction? Those are the things I want to talk about on this channel. Um, so again, this is my very first podcast. I don't want to ramble on too long here. I want to post this out just to let everyone know who I am, what I'm about, what I'm here for. I want to talk about this topic. I want to talk about addiction, anxiety, all those things that go hand in hand together. There's so many reasons why people become addicts. There's so many reasons. There's addiction. There's physical issues. There's you know mental issues. There's background. There's family history. There's all these things that happen. And then there's people who just become addicts because they tried it and they love it. So you know, let's let's make this channel thrive. Let's talk about this freaking topic that needs to be talked about in this world and, and make people understand what addiction is really about. I am sick and tired of walking around and hearing people talk to each other about how addicts are just addicts and they're losers and they're this and that. Well, I'm telling you right now, I'm an addict and I'm not proud to be an addict, but I am an addict. I am a professional. I have a, like I said, I have a great job. I have a beautiful family and, and I'm amongst all those other people who never touched a drug in their life and they have no idea what I've been through in my life. So, you know, let's, let's shine a new light on this subject. Let's make this really stand out and make people understand what addiction is about. If you have anything you want to drop, you know, drop me a line, leave me a voice message, what you want me to talk about. You know, let's let's really do this. All right. Thank you all. Again, my name is Kenny and I look forward to to thriving on this podcast and really, really making people hear 
what addiction is all about. Thank you all. Have a great night.